Look, I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. But I'm only going to get this one chance. Just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen. But I don't know what. If that means what I think it means, we're in trouble. Big trouble. And if he is bananas, as you say, I'm not taking any chances. You are just one of the I'm Ron. This is Braden. Welcome to Commanders Uncensored. Welcome back, everybody. How you feeling, Braden? Feeling amazing. How's it going? Going good. Not a whole lot to talk about as far as Commanders football because they're not in the playoffs, they're not in the Super Bowl, and um, there's just not really anything at all really going on. And I think a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that we're waiting on a new owner, right, to come in. So there's not going to be a lot. Dan's obviously not going to go make free agent moves. He's not going to make trades. And I'm not even sure, like I we said it in the last one, I'm not even sure that they're really in a quick hiring mode for a offensive coordinator so there's not a lot going on yeah it's probably been like the most boring offseason you can have we try to make stories up right or people in the media try to make stories up one thing that i saw uh the senior bowl was happening which a lot of uh coaches they go down and they watch the seniors you know play the draft's coming up, so you kind of want to get an eye on certain players, whatever. And Ron Rivera was seen, and the game the game has not been played yet, right? So it's not like he can't go down. But Ron Rivera was seen golfing, and Jack Del Rio. Um, I, I'm guessing pretty much all of the other coaches and front office they have been seen, you know, down there doing their jobs, you know, and some people are saying, well, why isn't Rivera down there? I guess, like, how do you feel about that? I don't think I don't think it's a big deal at all. I don't really think it matters. I mean, Ron Rivera doesn't even call any of the plays, so he really cares, you know, who they draft. You know, it's really either DeVria's guy or whoever the offensive coordinator, you know, that's their guy. And I don't, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I see it. I can see I can see it on both ends, I guess. I can see when people say maybe it doesn't look great, like you have all this other time, like why are you golfing this week? But at the same time, like I just said a second ago, if one, if he does make it down, then it's definitely not a story, right? And even if he doesn't, I guess even though maybe he should, that's also a head coach's job to delegate, right? So if he's got, you know, Del Rio and whomever, you know, down there, eyes on it and, and, and then reporting back to him what they see, I don't know. I can see it both ways. Does it look some kind of way when your coaches are down there and you're not? Yes. Is it a big deal? No. It's just one game. And the players don't even play a full game. They rotate. And there's plenty of film on all these players from previous games. So I it's, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And the uh, still no, still no like news or still no new owner, no news, no like indications on an, who's going to be the new owner, right? It's totally in quiet mode right now. So... 
I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if, once again, they already have their person and they're just waiting. Whatever. I don't know. And no news on a new offensive coordinator, except for we know they will not have Frank Wright. Frank Wright got hired as the Panthers head coach. Um, and there was other people who turned it down or um, just whatever, you know, got other jobs. But one name that is kind of, I thought there's no way this person would leave Kansas City and that's the enemy, right? Like, yeah. why would you leave being an offensive coordinator to be an offensive coordinator with a different team? Mm-hmm. It's not a promotion. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this is Ron Rivera's last year, so now next year you're looking for a job again. So it makes not a lot of sense. But the fact that they haven't hired anybody yet, you know what I mean? And the fact that there is smoke, right? Like, so as they say, wherever there's smoke, there's fire. Could it be that that is going to be our next offensive coordinator? Could it be he he's just not happy in Kansas City anymore? Like, as fans, we look at it and go, how can you leave a team that's in the Super Bowl? How can you leave Patrick Mahomes? But maybe he's, you know, maybe he doesn't like some of the players. Maybe he doesn't like the fact that he doesn't get to call the offense, that Reed's calling it. So maybe he wants to prove himself. There, I mean, there's something that has to be going on here that we're missing. Like, what do you think? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. But there's smoke there. People are talking about it. So why? I don't It's There has no, there's been no proof or anything about it. It's probably just, you know, some stupid rumor someone's making up. Because why would uh, the enemy want to leave that great team? It could be a dynasty. Patrick Mahomes, he's so young, already been in. He, every year he started, he's been in the playoffs and gets deep in it. He just, this is, what, his second or third Super Bowl appearance now? And I don't I don't see any reason for him to leave the side so he can call his name plays. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think it's just a bunch of bull crap. Well, it's not just Washington, though. Apparently the Ravens have asked to interview him, so it's it's not one team. That that's what that's what's kind of yeah. But wasn't this the same question last year with him? No, I don't believe so. Right? It's always been: Is he going to become a head coach? I've never heard of him leaving to be an offensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, head coach. But that's uh, <laughs> if he was a head coach, he would still be calling the offense. That's my point. There's never been talk of him leaving an offensive coordinator position to take a different offensive coordinator position. And now there is. So that would indicate that something is going on. Like, he wants out. They don't want him. I don't know. Maybe they don't want him there anymore. Who knows? But, right, it makes no sense to us because we don't know what's going on. We don't know the details, right? So we look at it, and we look at it, and we say, this guy is coaching maybe one of the best quarterbacks. This guy is coaching maybe one of the best teams, whatever. You know what I mean? Why would you leave to just make a lateral move to become an offensive coordinator, which you're already an offensive coordinator? So it makes zero sense. Yeah. But the fact that teams are asking for permission to interview him for offensive coordinator, not head coaching job, offensive coordinator positions, is like it it sparks my attention. You know, there's there's gotta be a reason why. 
I guess. It's not that he's going to leave, but there's something that we're not we're not seeing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I don't know what that something is, but it's something. And maybe it's like I said, maybe it's he wants to prove himself. Mm-hmm. Maybe that, that's all it is. Or maybe he's you know he's old school, which maybe that would be right up Ron Rivera's alley, and some of the younger you know players maybe don't like him. Who knows, right? Who knows? I feel like Washington could be and is maybe, depending on the moves that they make, very close to being a really good team. And I'll give you an example of why, right? So you just, and it, you don't have to go back very far, and you can compare them right to the Philadelphia Eagles, right in our own our own division, right? Philadelphia five years ago was good, right? They had their franchise quarterback. They had their franchise coach. And for whatever reason, they win a Super Bowl, and then it all melts down. They decide they want to get rid of the coach, which was unheard of. Teams don't do that. They decide Wentz wants to leave, so then they decide, all right, we'll let him go. They take, you know, and and that's a smart thing. Washington forever has held people here who didn't want to be here and got basically nothing for them. You get a third-round pick or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. Instead, the Eagles go, okay, this guy doesn't want to be here. Like, what players are on this team right now that we don't really see them three to four years being here anyway? Let's get whatever assets we can get. So whatever you know, trades or whatever, draft picks or, you know what I mean? Like, whatever that looks like. So they stockpiled draft picks, right? Because draft is capital. That's money, right? Like, you go into a draft and you have multiple firsts. You have multiple seconds. You can take those picks and you can either move up, you can move down, or you can use those draft picks to acquire players. So the Eagles already had a good offensive line. The Eagles already had a good defensive line. They had a question mark at quarterback, but they stuck with the young quarterback, which he's on a rookie contract. So then that frees up a lot of money for them. So they go, okay, we need a wide receiver, right? Yep. Instead of drafting somebody who they don't know who's going to be proven, they use that draft capital that we just talked about, and they get A.J. Brown, a proven superstar wide receiver. They needed a cornerback. They just caught luck or whatever, you know what I mean? But they made the right move. So the Giants release Bradbury, and they jumped on that. Now that was, you know, they needed a wide receiver. They needed cornerback help. They needed safety help. They got, I don't remember his name, but he was. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Yeah, they, they traded for him too as well, right? Like Yeah, and they gave up like nothing for him. So you look at like these moves, so it's. Trade, trade, uh, uh, just a signing from someone who got cut. But these were all very good players. Like, yep. Draft Devontae Smith, Heisman winner. Maybe Dean in the second round. Hassan Reddick trade. He's probably the best defensive player in the league right now. Now, yeah, and I was saying Reddick, right? So they used the draft capital that they had because they said, we have a pretty good team right now, right? We have a solid team. Now we're just missing four players, five players, right? Like, 
you're just missing a handful of players. So let's just trade and, and bring them in here, and bang, they're in the Super Bowl. They're actually favored to win the Super Bowl. They've been the best team in the NFL this year. And Washington has a good defensive line. They have allowed their offensive line to, you know, dip. Horribly. They have question marks at quarterback. So I guess what I'm saying is if Washington were to, and offensive line really isn't a big, like, money market right like you can go out and either get free agents or you can get draft later in the draft and you can fix your offensive line right like and it doesn't really cost you a lot of money mm-hmm. um they have good receivers quarterback now that's they gotta do, get a quarterback do they want to roll with the young guy that's on the rookie deal and then that frees up a ton of money so then they can take that money and they can get your three or four superstars that are already proven. Maybe that's the route they want to go. If not, then you bring in a free agent, and then that's going to tie up some of your money there. But you have to you have to make that decision. Do you want the money, or do you want the player that's going to be more of a sure thing than what you have now? And then I feel like their offense is, is good. That's it, right? A tight end maybe, you know what I'm saying? And then on defense, they need another corner. They could use – I think their safeties are all right. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think their safeties are horrible. If you want to grab a safety, okay. If not, you're good enough. I think Forrest and Cam Curl, that's a good combo back there. You add one more corner to who we have here, you know what I mean? Like, bring in somebody great if you could. And then linebacker. And, I, and that's it. Like So, once again, four players added to this that, that are good players, right? Like, solid, yep. that are going to be productive. And then all of a sudden, you're talking potential playoffs, Super Bowl run, right? So you take this team, and let's just say, because Aaron Rodgers' name is still being, like, he still doesn't know what he wants to do, right? And I heard he was, uh, during an interview, said something like, there's conversations, you know, in Green Bay, but I'm not part of those conversations. And until I know what I'm doing, then I'll let them know, and then they'll know, but whatever. That kind of that kind of tells me that he thinks that Green Bay is making plans without him. So I think he's going to play, obviously, and I think he's going to go somewhere. And we've talked about this. When you're a head coach that gets hired into your first year, right? The owner goes, you have three years, four years, whatever it is, you know what I mean? That first year is evaluation. So you can come in with a young guy that's not proven at quarterback, and that's fine because that's your first year, mm-hmm. and then you tear it down, and then you build from there. Ron Rivera doesn't have that luxury because he has been here, and he hasn't he hasn't done that yet. He hasn't built that position up. So when you're in that position to where you can't necessarily – I mean, it's a big gamble, I guess I should say. He can do whatever he wants to do, but that's a big gamble, you know, I think it would make sense to go after somebody like an Aaron Rodgers, and I think that they will go after him. I mean, they said they they, they called every team last year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that would tell me that they called last year Green Bay, and they tried to get Aaron Rodgers last year, but they couldn't get it done. So if Aaron Rodgers hypothetically comes here, right, with this team right now the way it is, and 
you get one or two more, however that is, free agent draft, but you get two proven starters on that offensive line. Grab yourself a tight end and a linebacker and a corner. Does this team have a Super Bowl shot? I mean, yeah, with all that probably, but I I doubt they're gonna make all them moves in one like one off season. I I just don't see. I mean, Washington has no draft picks to really play around with. We got one first rounder, one second rounder. You know, it's like that's my point with the offensive line. Unless you're going left tackle, right? You're going guards, or you know, I mean, you you're going to grab those guys in the third, fourth, fifth round anyway. So they could do that there, and. That's fine. Um, now, as far as they're already set, like that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, a cornerback or something like that. But you have a guy who you can make a trade for. So let's just say they trade your first round pick. So now they don't have a first round pick, but you got Aaron Rodgers, and there's a free agent out there that can fix your linebacker, um, Tremaine Edmonds, right? Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills. He is 24 years old. He's a linebacker that went to Virginia Tech. He's from Virginia. That He was probably a freaking Redskins fan growing up. Yeah, I think that'd be a great signing. He's so young, and he's a beast. Bam, right there. So you spend one first rounder, right? Mm-hmm. Now you got yourself a quarterback. There's a free agent out there. Now you're, you fix two positions, and you've only had to use one of your draft picks yeah that quick you see how quick that can happen you can turn this team around it's not that hard people think it is and it's not you just got to make the right moves so what do you think like what should washington do how did they turn it around well if you can give a first round pick to rogers i would do that (laughs) i mean but the thing is it really matters on the offensive coordinator because we have freaking Rodgers in here, and if we still had Scott Turner, this offense is still putting up 20 points a game. I think, I think you know, you got the offensive coordinator plays a big role after the whole freaking Scott Turner crap. You get a good offensive coordinator in here, you can get someone like Derek Carr in here and make the offense great. I don't, I mean, is Derek Carr, what, is he free agent or are they talking about trading? He's under contract. I think he's going to get cut, right? So they're trying to yeah. trade him. Yeah. But realistically, with his contract, I don't think any team like why would you trade for him? I mean, unless you, unless you're desperate and you don't think that you can beat other teams and out, you could probably trade him. You could probably get uh, throw some cheap crap in there for him. But then, yeah, you're stuck for the whatever it is, forty million dollar contract, and you had to give up whatever that you know. So, on yeah, my opinion, I I would stick with Derek Carr, and I think that's just. You give up less, and you're probably paying him less if they if he gets cut, and then you get yeah, Tremaine Edmonds, like you said. I think because this offense, it doesn't need to be like freaking Superman. We have a we have a great defense. You get Derek Carr in and fix the offensive lineup. You don't gotta get like any studs on the offensive line, just solid guys because our O line was horrible. And then you just fix up the linebacking quarter and you get one corner. That's a, I think that's a good team. Yes, yeah, like. And the middle linebacker, and I don't, I don't get it. Like people act like that position is just not that valuable anymore. But really, if you look at the teams that are making the playoffs, their middle linebackers are good. That's still supposed to be the quarterback of the freaking defense. He's in the middle of the field. And he's seeing stuff. He, you know what I mean? Like that, that would be a huge signing. Like that would go a long way because that position we have been just weak at forever. 
you do that, that allows you now, if you want to sign Holcomb back, you can move him to the outside, and you got, uh, you know, Jamin Davis on the other side. That's three pretty good linebackers now that you got there. You have speed, you have size, you have, you know, guys who can cover, guys who can hit. With this defensive line, what are they going to do with Deron Payne? You know what I mean? But either way, those – and like I said, that's my point. Like, it doesn't it doesn't take three years at this point. Like, it, you just make a couple of, of key moves and you're in it. Yep. Now, was it yesterday, today? I don't know. Washington's been the commanders for one year. You know what I mean? Whatever that was, today or yesterday, whatever. But they have been they, – they changed their name from the Washington football team to the Washington commanders. It's, it's, it's a one-year anniversary. I guess I would ask you, like, what are your thoughts? I mean, I like, I like Washington Redskins. <laughs> yeah, okay, me too. I mean, I don't know. I mean, after all the freaking names they gave us on the option list, I think commanders was the best one, so – I don't know. I don't. I don't know what else to pick. Honestly, I wouldn't. I mean, if we were going to change our name, I think Commanders was the best option. I don't really like me personally. I didn't really like like Red Wolves or any of that. I just thought Commanders kind of sounded the best. So yeah. Yeah. I. I. I mean, I wasn't really going that. I guess I meant like, what do you think overall with the whole like rebrand? Like, did you like the uniforms? Did you like the helmet? Like, did you like or do you think that there's still room for improvement? I, I honestly, I don't really, I don't mind the uniforms that much. I, the only thing I don't really like is like the numbers sometimes, like how, uh, like how they have like the stupid lines through them. But other than that, I don't think they're that bad. Right. Here's my thing. From the very like, I was very disappointed in, in the way they handled it because they lied to you. They lied to me. They lied to the fans. They acted like this was going to be a fan vote when in reality they had already bought this name. They acted like the fans were picking the name, and in reality that was not true because I never heard one person say that this was the name that they wanted. Most people wanted something that linked the past, right? Something with red in it. And so I feel like they missed on that. If they would just would have came right out and said, hey, look, we're going military theme and it's going to be. And then they gave you like a list of five to ten names that they, you know, threw out there. That would have been much better than the way that they handled it. So I did not like the way it was handled. The uniforms. I didn't like them when I first saw them. Um, the way that they changed, right? The pants with the jerseys and this and that. Sometimes it'd be all white or sometimes it'd be white on burgundy or sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, and then the different colors with the socks and stuff. It it didn't look horrible, but you know what I mean? Like, could they have gone with, you know, a more, could they have kept it exactly the same? Could they have went with commanders? And could they have had more of that Washington Redskin look? Could they have had the stripe going down the pant leg? Maybe the stripe on the thing but they may put the stripe on the helmet. Like, yes, they could have done little subtle things like that, but they didn't. So they did pretty much do what I thought they would not do, and they turned it more into like an expansion team. But it is what it is. It's over, and it's never going to probably change again, right? Yeah. I don't see the new owner coming in here because that 
cost money and why would you? You already have it set up this way, and it's just yep. it is. It is what you're it just going to lose your fan base. All right. So, you know, it is what it is. It's neither here nor there with me. I just I didn't like the way it was handled, and that doesn't mean that I hate hate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a fine name. I just wish that they just would have been more honest with us. And uh, other news: uh, Tom Brady retires for the second time. Yep. Is it going to be official this time? Yeah. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Even though I, so when people said you know Tom Brady was coming back after last year's retirement, right? And then what was it, week six or ten or whatever, like midway through the year, apparently his wife said, you know, I want you to retire. It's either me or football, this and that, and he chose football, so they get a divorce, okay? I think that almost everybody would assume then there's no way he's going to divorce his wife if he's not planning on playing multiple seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, that just doesn't make any bit of sense. Like, if you're going to divorce your why would you divorce or, for, for what? Like, what did he gain? Like, what did he play? Another two months? Like, I, I didn't, so I didn't see this retirement coming. To be completely honest, I thought he was going to play one more season, right? I thought, actually what I thought made a lot of sense was because Trey Lance looks like he's kind of like hot garbage down there in San Francisco, and they're not going to bring back Garoppolo, and now um, Brock Purdy has a whatever, like, messed up elbow, and I think he's out, what, six months or, or longer, whatever it is. Let's just say it's six months, I think is what I saw. So they kind of could use Tom Brady, right? One year, you could trade Trey Lance away, bring Tom Brady in. He's a 49ers fan. I thought that made a lot of sense, and I thought that's what we might see. Or, like I said, well, we talked before with the Raiders, because I thought he would want to go play on the West Coast. But when you find out that last season he signed a 10-year, like, 300 or whatever it was million dollar or something like some crazy number to be a um fox broadcaster after he retires then it's kind of like oh okay well i guess you're just gonna go and collect more money doing that you don't have to work every sunday and like all week and you know what i mean like the off season and football is hard that's why a lot of these coaches, that's why Sean McVay is going to end up getting out of it because he can make more money being in the broadcast booth and work, you know, not nearly as hard. You'd go for a couple of hours and that's it, where being a head coach and being a professional football player, there's there's times where you sleep at the facility. You know what I mean? So I don't, mm-hmm. like, why? And he's 46. Yep. So I'm shocked because of the whole him leaving his wife or his wife leaving him, whatever happened there, just to freaking retire anyway, kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. But him being 46 makes sense, and him getting all that money to do that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, Sean Payton to Denver. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think it's kind of interesting because everyone thought Russell Wilson was so great and he has a horrible year. Everyone's questioning Russell Wilson and then also the coach. But so now we got a great coach with Russell Wilson. So I think that'd be fun to watch them again. It, yeah. So Sean Payton is a very good coach. 
So I guess the question is, is can he fix or is Russell Wilson just done? Like, yeah. like maybe, maybe Russell Wilson was never as good as we thought he was. Maybe it was Seattle. Maybe it was the system he was in because, man, he looked like crap last year. Mm-hmm. And his teammates kind of hate his guts is what I'm hearing. Yeah, it seems like it. He has his own everything. Like, he doesn't do anything with the team. I mean, he comes in, he plays with them, he practices with them, but that's about the end of it. You know what I mean? So I'm interested to see, is Sean Payton going to get rid of all that? Remember Shanahan here and RG3 kind of tried to isolate himself, Mm -hmm. and he was losing the locker. Like, RG3 was losing the locker room, and Shanahan told Dan, like, you can't be doing this stuff. You can't, like, give him what you're not giving the other guys. Mm -hmm. Like, you're creating a problem. So – these older coaches who know, know. You know what I mean? Like, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. So now, will Russell listen and can he fix him? That's that's the million-dollar question. If you're a Denver Bronco fan, that's what you're hoping for is he fixes him. If anybody can fix him, it's him. Yep. If he can't fix him, then he's just yeah, – he'll, he'll be yeah. out the door within, you know, a year or two. He'll be retired. So, like, talk about Russell Wilson, yeah. Yeah. Sean Payton's not – I'm assuming he's not going to go anywhere for at least, you know, probably five or six seasons. So, mm-hmm. and he he didn't come back to football not to try to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And speaking, so it's the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I saw something recently that's been going around about the NFL being scripted. Mm-hmm. Have you, like – do you have any thoughts on that at all? Like, do you think the NFL is scripted? We we don't even know. We who knows? It, I I don't know. I guess not. But yeah, it it sure seems like it with like, you know, half the flags and crap being thrown. But what I would say is, I don't believe the NFL is scripted. Like scripted, as in. At the beginning of the year, they say, hey, look, this is what your record's going to be. Like, all the players know, right? That would mean it's scripted. That's like WWE, you know, like professional wrestlers. Yes, They put on a show for you. And, yes, injuries happen because people say, oh, well, if it was scripted, then this person wouldn't have got hurt or this and that. No, injuries happen in professional wrestling, and it is 100% scripted. But I don't believe it's scripted for the simple fact that I don't think everyone, everyone is in on it. Now, can it be fixed? Sure. Can it be rigged? Sure. And I will tell you an interesting story. So I was listening to uh, a sports talk radio show, and this is before the games this weekend, Braden. And the uh, person on the show said that he thought it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs and the Super Bowl. And his reasoning was interesting. He said, if you look at the NFL officiating crews, um, whatever you know the crew is, he, he took and he saw who was officiating the game for the Eagles, and he saw who was officiating the game for uh, Kansas City. And he goes, well, the crew who officiates the Eagles game, like when they play, it, it was something, and I and I don't remember the exact record, but it was something like the effect of the Eagles are like 10-2 and two when this guy officiates the game, right? Yeah. And, and then he said, like, compared to when this other official, you know, whenever he, this other guy calls the games for him, they are – like four and 10 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so his thing was the NFL can put officials who, who seem to call for whatever the reason is, but seem to call a game in favor of a certain team. Hey, maybe the guy has 
whatever. Maybe he grew up and that was just his favorite team. I don't know why he didn't. You know what I mean? But he thought it was weird how when certain people call the games, like certain teams seem to win more than others. So that officiating crew, the Eagles won more times than not. And it was vice versa, right? Like with the Kansas City, the same thing. That officiating crew, they seem to, for whatever reason, they seem to side more with the penalties and side more with the outcome of the game is the Chiefs win. So based on that, he said that was his prediction, and it came true. So I guess that's the thing is, does Roger Goodell, does the NFL, because it is a business at the end of the day, and does Fox, the CBS, you know, whomever, uh, NBC and whatever, do these networks that want the Super Bowl, do they want a 49ers team led by Brock Pretty and then he hurts his elbow and there's really no storyline there in Shanahan versus, say, the Bengals or, you know, Reed. We had that like two years ago. Or do you want the storyline, right? Andy Reed coached in Philly. Andy Reed gets fired from Philly. He goes, you know what I mean, and he's been leading Kansas City, and now Philly is, you know, succeeding without him. So now you have Reed versus the Eagles, right? Like, there is a storyline there. Could it be, you know, is it possible that maybe they want these storylines? Nah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it is weird how, you know, the refs and the officiating crew were, were like that, and, you know, people like to try to add it all up. But I don't I. I just like to believe. I just like to watch good football, and the better team wins. I don't think. I don't know if I don't. I would like to not believe that it's all scripted. I just think you know it's. It takes the fun out of it all. So just let the better team win, and he would give a damn about the refs do. Right, but that's part of the problem is the refs, and you said it earlier because at any time they can call a penalty, and we we've watched this game enough to know. You've seen a play happen. In the same exact game, people, whatever, say it's a wide receiver and the defender puts his hand on them and they won't throw the penalty. And then all of a sudden, they'll throw it later on. Like, there's just sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. And that is the frustrating part. You're like, dude, you didn't call that a penalty earlier. Now you're calling it. Like, so they can 100% control a game if they want to just by calling penalties. Yep. And you can call a penalty on every play. You can call a false start most of the time because the offensive tackles usually are taking a step before that ball snapped. You can call defensive pass interference because most of the, you know most of the time there is a hand being placed on the receiver because you're trying to feel where he's at. So you know what I mean. Like you can always, or you can call offensive holding for sure because they're always grabbing each other, but they don't call it. And you know what I mean. So there is a gray area where. It could 100% be dictated by the officials if they wanted to, and I'm not suggesting that that's what happened. You know, it happened, or but it's interesting. It, at, at the very least, you can say it is interesting that these things happen when they happen, and for whatever reasons, I don't know. Did Did you want to make any kind of a uh, prediction about the Super Bowl, or I mean, we have a whole damn week, or do you just want to wait and think about it, or do you think you know who's going to win? Do you think you have a score? You haven't really put much thought into it yet. Uh, I, yeah, I got my prediction. I got the Chiefs winning 31-27. I got to be honest, I haven't really sat down and thought about it. I just, I was kind of surprised to find out that the Eagles were the uh, 
favorites. You know what I mean? Like, I really haven't put any, like, I haven't really read up on anything with it. So I'm not, I'll just wait then because I, I would just be throwing something out there and then next week I would be saying something different probably because then I'd be like, oh, well, I looked and, and this is, I, I didn't know this and I didn't know that. Like, so I, I will say I was surprised that the Eagles are favored. So I thought Kansas City would be favored to win this game. And you think Kansas City's going to win? Yeah. Yep. I just think. I, don't, I just you know it's hard to beat freaking Mahomes and Andy Reid and for how great the Eagles are. I mean, I think Jalen Hurts had a amazing year, but I just I don't know. I just see uh, I just see him kind of trying to play up the Mahomes standards, and Mahomes is just going to outplay him. I can see. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on the Super Bowl, so I just think. I don't know. Jalen Hurts. He got benched in the college uh, Super Bowl, whatever, the college bowl. Uh, I forget the exact word, but he got benched in that. So, yeah, I just think maybe, um, yeah, I just think Mahomes is going to outplay him and the Chiefs offense is going to be great like it always is. The national championship? Is that what you're Yeah, thinking? national championship. Yeah. So, it's... I guess what I, what I've heard uh, some people say, and it, it is true. So Kansas City probably maybe had, let's say Kansas City has the better quarterback and uh, the better tight end, you know, Kelsey. Um, they have maybe three or four of the best players on the field that would be better than any of the three or four on the Eagles side. But then after that, it's like all, if you just went position by position, it's all in favor of the Eagles. Like mm-hmm. their whole 22, right, 11 on 11, you know, or the 53-man roster, whatever you want to look at, you know, the, the starting 11 versus the starting 11, if you went down every position, it actually favors because they they have a very well-built team. It's not just about one person. There's a lot of good players on this team, and they said, you know, Past those three and four players, the rest of it is all Eagles. Like you would take the Eagles players over the Kansas City players. So that is something to think about, right? Like, yeah, okay, they maybe have two or three of the better players, but then the rest of the 22 starters, you know what I mean, is you would side it with Philly. So I can see this game going either way. I don't know. I'll make a prediction next game, but I'm, I'm done on anything. I mean, I don't know if you have anything else that you wanted to add, but that's all I have for this show. Nope, that's it. All right, well, hey, this has been Commanders Uncensored. So long, farewell, I'll be just saying goodnight. I hate to go and leave this pretty sight.